Holiday Partners, welcome to a tale that's been told for hundreds of years about a time when the government shut down, law enforcement agencies didn't exist anymore. Come with us as we follow two bounty hunters, Mark Reynolds and Paul Schroyer. And their trusted friend and inventor of all their gadgets, Josh Schroyer. As they take down some of the most wanted varmints in the Wild West. This is... Pointless Redemption. Cool running bobsled race. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Cold Running Bobsled Event. I'm your host, Ezekiel Servivi, and I'm joined here by my good friend, Kenneth Lefthorn. How's it going, Kenneth Lefthorn? Well, it's going great. How are you feeling today? Oh, I'm fantastic. Kenneth. I'm real excited for today's event. Oh, yeah, partner. It's a good one. It's the Cole Running Bobsled Event. And I'm excited here to have the champion, the greatest of all time, Thomas Bradley. How's it going, Thomas? How's it going, guys? It's glad to be here. Wow, you sound... Five uh... years champion I am of cool running bobsled. Now is that uh I've had that many, kink in your voice? Is that from all the bobsledding you've done? Brain injuries over the years. I can't hear anymore. I'm slowly dying. Yeah, but you've got one of the best bobs in the business. I got to tell you what. It is so glad. I'm so glad to be here. This is exciting. Now, uh, Thomas. Your Bob was one of the best Bobs in the league. Everybody knows that the only way to get down the side of the Cole Mountain is by riding an officially licensed Cole Running Bobsled Bob. That's right. Every year, everybody across the world goes out and finds themselves a Bob. Whether he be old or young. Doesn't really matter as long as he can slide down a hill. Right. Now, you are only allowed to ride down Cole Mountain on a bob. And that's it. If we find out it's any other name, disqualification. That's right, Ezekiel. Now, rumor has it, Thomas, that you legally had your... Bob's name changed to Bob. That before that, he was actually Mike. What do you have to say about this? Five years I've won. Going down that mountain. 
fighting for my life. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, but are you going to tell us about how you legally had your bob changed to a bob? It was Mike changed to a bob. That's what I meant, Ezekiel. Thank you. Why would you change you. a bob to a bob? Well, it became a bob. All right, Kenneth. Well, we all know in the rule books, there's absolutely nothing saying if their name was nothing before Bob or something else before Bob, if that is a disqualification, that is a rule never existed. No. And therefore, it's allowed. He's allowed to change. You can change somebody's name as long as you have the legal documentation stating that their name is Bob. As long as you've got the papers, it's all legit. Oh, yeah. Anyways, so let's go to the field and interview. The race is jam-packed this year. I know. I can't believe all the contestants we have in this turnout. Yes, we have the one and only guys racing for the team pointless, Mark Reynolds and Paul Schroyer. Now, racing for the Vipers, we have the ultimate storyteller, and Sick Flair racing for the Vulture Colt. Oh, th them guys play nasty. I'm, I'm not looking forward to what they're going to do in today's race. Oh, me either. What's their names? Uh, you got uh, John Masterson and uh, I think the other one's name's Cleo. He doesn't have a last name for him. Oh, uh, yeah, Cleo. Cleo, yep. He's the dirty one. You got to watch out for him. Before we get into the other teams, everybody knows that each bob is written by a two-person team. The first person steers the bob. The, the person in the back defends the bob from the other players. Absolutely. And we wouldn't have it any other way. Let's go talk to the team out of Fanny Crotch. Sponsored by Grandma's Poop Soup. Grandma Sue... And her son, Todd. Well, uh, hi everybody, it's Grandma Sue from Grandma Sue's Poop Soup. Yeah, we're just, we're really excited to be here this year. Hey, hey Todd? Yeah. Did I say you could talk? So, sorry, Grandma. Yeah. Sorry. Well, we're really glad to be here. And my husband, Bob, is always excited to let us race down the hill on him. He's right over there in the wheelchair. Hi, Bob. He doesn't hear anymore. It's the only way I get to spend time with my dad, so, or Listen, my grandpa. Todd, Todd, Todd. Sorry. Did I say you could fucking talk? You sorry, talk. Grandma. Come here. Did I say you could Sorry, sorry, Grandma. All right, well, let's get away from that. That's right. Many players have lost their hearing over the year, so if you would like to donate a couple golds or dollars to the hearing loss foundation go over to that guy in the corner of the stadium holding the gold bucket and drop a penny or two in yep it's for the hearing loss yeah it doesn't really give them the hearing loss back but it's nice to know that there's some money in a bucket absolutely well what do you think about uh the chances of grandma's poop soup this year i i their bob is uh it's definitely getting rickety yeah, um, they haven't won yet. No, but uh, I don't know. It could be their year. We'll you, see what happens. You say that every year, Kenneth. I know, Did I you know. you bet on them again? 
I'd rather not disclose that while we're on the air. Okay, fair enough. Let's go on down and talk to the Viper's Nest. We have Sick Flair and the Ultimate Storyteller. Woo! There was Woo! a white water rapid. Woo! We were racing down them. Woo! You all right? Yeah. Sick Flair uh, is I'm what right. I said to him as I paddled. All right, well, that was going nowhere, so usually does when you talk to the ultimate storyteller. Yeah, yeah, he just kind of talks in circles, that one there. Now, their Bob is an interesting Bob. He works at the bank down the road. He's really interesting if you talk to him. Yes, he's got a lot of stories. Actually, quite a few more than the ultimate storyteller, if right. I do say so. And you can actually understand him. Now, this is his first year competing as a Bob. What, what are your chances? I, well, what chances are you giving them? I, I'll, I'll give them uh, 100 to 1 odds. Did you bet on them? We're not talking odds here. Listen, we all know you have a gambling problem. Listen, I don't want to talk about it on the air. I've told you this countless times before. All right. Well, we'll talk to one more. Uh, should we head over to the undead team? Sure. This is a new team for the league. And it's run by a Jethro Spurcock. And uh, it just says zombie written down here. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let's go in and see what they have to say. All right. So how you feeling about today's race, Jethro? Oh, so, so you think you're going to take it in the third turn, huh? I wouldn't be so sure of it. Well, they don't have a lot to say, do they, Kenneth? No, they certainly do not. Now, their Bob is actually been dead for several years. Wait, I think we should check the rule books and see if this is allowed. All right, let's pull it up. It's that time, our favorite time. It's rule book time. Okay, look in here. All right. The rules section five, article 12.76.1 R4 3 says. Nothing. It just says nothing about being alive or dead, so awesome. we're going to allow it. We're going to allow it. I have a feeling that Bob's going to fall apart real fast. Yep. If they don't make it to the bottom of the hill, they can't win. All right. Now we head on over to the Circus of Dr. Wonder Bars, where Hodo and Toto are competing. <clears throat> Usually, Dr. Wonderbar comes out himself, but I heard he had fallen ill. Yep, so he sent his two little lackeys in his place. Toto and Toto. Toto. Let's go on over and talk to them. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, coming in to check out us. And, uh, We're really excited about today's race. We are really excited. Robert and Ari and Hodo are we excited. Wait a minute there. Did he say Robert? 
No, no, he said Bob. He didn't say well, Robert. It's our favorite time. Let's go and check the rule book. All right, Article Fifty Four Dash Five, Section Twelve, Article Nine. Pass the picture of the house. Oh, yep. There it is. I found it. What's it say, Kenneth? It said, anyone who uses a non-regulation Bob with a name other than Bob shall be disqualified immediately. And what's that first example given there? Well, hot damn, it's Robert. All right. Let's send in the security and get them out of here. You're disqualified. Oh, should have oh, used the regulation, Bob. Son of a bitch. Don't Dr. Wonderbar is going to kill all of you. You're not here about this. All right. Well, there's only one to time for one more team. So let's head on over there and talk to the bounty hunters themselves. Paul and Mark. Oh, hey, guys. How's it uh, going? I mean, this is our first ever coal running that we're getting into, and we are excited. Definitely excited. Uh, we have a B.O.B. right here. Uh, it is a automated Bob, and it can... Wait a second! All right. It's our favorite time. <laughs> Let's check the rule book. Yes, that's right. Time to check the rule book. All right. Article 44, section 6, dash 11100101001. What's it say about automated bobs? Well, it says right here, Ezekiel, as long as the bob is named Bob, it can be automated or pretty much anything. Huh. Well, we let a dead guy in, so why not? We'll allow it. Oh, well, okay. Anyway, so our uh, B.O.B. here, as you can see, not only it can be used as a sled, but can wrap and can tell you many theories about the Earth being flat or the Illuminati. Yes, it is multifaceted. And I think for that reason alone, we're actually going to win this race yes. today. Well, one thing before you guys go. Uh, we did notice while we were looking at the rule book that no propulsion systems of any kind are allowed. Does your B.O.B. Bob have any propulsion systems on it? Oh, uh, well, uh, no, no, it doesn't. No. Mark, pull that wire. Okay. Yeah, no, there's definitely no propulsion system on this thing. No, nope, but it's just a downhill sled. All right. Well, here it comes, everybody. Crank the hooba stank. It's time for Cole Running Bob Sled Team's Race down the mountain called Cole Running to the bottom and whoever gets their first wins race all right let's go ahead that certainly is a mouthful i keep telling them we need to shorten it year after year but they don't listen to poor ezekiel all right 
And the guy, everybody's lining up and getting on top of their bobs. They certainly Ooh. are. Grandma Sue and little Todd there are having a little bit of a trouble with theirs. Apparently, he's uh, he's not as flexible as they thought. He's kind of having trouble getting out of that. Whoa, and he fell forward. Wow. I told you there, Bob, was oh, rickety. Oh, Todd's just beating him with a cane and flattening him. Now he's flattened out. All, All right. right. All Looks right, like they're see. ready to go. The undeads, uh, luckily, they choose the corpse where that rigor mortis has set in. So I know. Stiff as a board, that is going to fly pretty nicely. I'm just worried about the condition holding up there. Yep, that one, I think it'll make it past turn two, and then it'll fall apart. All right, the referee's getting ready to shoot the gun off. And there we go. They're off. And they're off. And Todd got shot by the <laughs> the referee. That I keep telling him he's got to shoot up into the air. Yep. Well, that's going to be a tough one for Grandma Sue. Yeah. Uh, she's by herself. She's going to have no defense for the rest of the race. Oh, what is this? Hootie and Tootie are coming in on their Robert off of the side. That is an illegal move. Uh, we're going to have to get sent out the snipers. All right. All right. And everybody knows if the sniper hits it, you're all winners. Free hot dogs for everybody. I'm really rooting for the snipers in we this race. Are. All right, out ahead is Jethro and the Undead. Here comes the Viper's Nest coming up strong. Oh, that zombie just hit the ultimate storyteller off of the back of the bob. Oh, looks like they've lost it. I cannot believe how fast that zombie is. I was not thinking it was going to do well on the track. It is just gliding right along. Right, it's a pretty impressive. And now Jethro is ramming the Bob of Ultimate Storyteller. This isn't going to be good for them. Let's pan back a little bit. And there's the Bounty Hunters catching up to the Vulture Cult. Yep, they're picking up speed with the quickness. Right, that B.O.B. sure is moving like a night sky in the shooting star. You know what I'm saying? I almost want to make a wish on it. Well, all right, and they're catching up now. Mark is doing a pretty good job steering. But does Paul really have the defensive ability to take down the guy on the back of the Vulture Colt? I really don't know, Ezekiel. It's their first time in the race. We don't really have any existing stats for these boys. Well, what is that? Is he is pulling out? It's a gold, uh, gold glowing lasso. I've never seen something like that before. It's you, allowed. It, it is allowed. So, I just checked the rule book. Oh well, we didn't even do our favorite segment. There's no time. There there, there's no just time. so much going on Why in this are race. We talking about this, Paul has lassoed the Bob underneath the Vulture's Colt and pulled it out from under them. They are out of the out race. of the race. But here's the thing we love about this race. When you're out, you're not out until you reach the bottom of Coal Running Mountain. That is true. So you can come right back in. All you got to do oh. is hop back on your bob. No, you're lucky if you survive, Kenneth. They are rolling down the side of a really steep mountain. They certainly are. All right. Oh, what's that? 
The snipers are in place. All right, everybody. All right, yes. here we go. There's three shots, two people to shoot. Let's see if they can hit them. I like them odds. All right, shot number one. Oh. So close. All right, shot number two. Oh, right in the stomach. Direct hit. Well, he's still holding on to the Bob. The, the, the Robert. Hootie. We got to remember, it's not a regulation sled. Oh, I'm sorry. The Robert. He's holding on to that Robert. And Hootie Tootie. Hootie is holding on to Tootie or Tootie is holding on to Hootie. I don't know which one's really which. No. We've got one shot left to win a chance at free hot dogs, everybody. So let's see if they can get it. Oh, and he missed. Damn, we were so close. Uh, well, this free hot dog was brought to you by Uncle Diddle's Friddles. Make sure you friddle your diddle just a little. All right, and we're back to the action. All right, well, let's check out. Spurcock's still in the lead. Spurcock and Ultimate Storyteller are going back and forth, ramming each other. Here comes Grandma Sue on Grandma's Poop Sue, coming down on her husband, Bob. Now, if you look, Bob's got an interesting technique. It looks as though he just blacks out. Yes, and there's nothing better for a bobsled than dead weight. Right, gives you that extra speed and easier to control. Absolutely. They don't fight back. Absolutely. Okay, they're co she's coming up the middle. And let's see what's about to happen. Oh, Mark just took her out. Oh, oh my God. I've never seen a move oh, like that. Oh, I'm pretty sure Bob is dead. Well, he was pretty close when he the race close, started. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure at this point he's dead. His head hit a side of a rock pretty hard. Yep. No more bobsledding for this, Bob. So that leaves three racers, and we're getting close to the bottom of the mountain. What's this? Hootie and Tootie are catching up. Now, here's the thing, guys. Since the snipers missed, they are back in the race. That is true. I guess allowed in the race. Allowed, That's yes. That's one risk. See, it's a risk-reward situation. Either you get shot and die, or you could win it all. But we've never had a Robert win the whole race. This could be a first. It could change everything. I think it will. Because we all know the winner gets to create a new rule at the end. Yes, they certainly do. Let's hope it's not... Tootie and Fruity or whatever the fuck. Hootie and Tootie. Hootie and Tootie, Dr. yeah. Dr. Wonderbar Circus. That's located right. Located off Freeway 54. That's right. Anyways. Oh, I don't believe it. I called this at the beginning. Jeff Rose Spurcocks. Bob is falling apart. I knew it was going to happen, and you just, you can't use a dead Bob. It's not going to make it all the way down the hill. Well, there goes the zombie. He bounced off the back. Jethro's not looking too good. He's on half of a Bob right now. I mean, if he still makes it to the bottom of the, the Holy hill. Holy shit, he jumped on the ultimate storyteller's Bob and knocked him off. Oh, wow. Now that is allowed. That is totally allowed. You can steal another player's Bob as long as they're no longer on it. Right. 
and they are no longer on it. Nope. I think Jethro's got this one in the bag. What do you think, Ezekiel? Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Here comes the bounty hunters, and they're looking at Jethro. Then they're looking at each other. Back at Jethro. They they, they seem to other. recognize him. Yeah. Huh. Who really cares? Because this is exciting. Absolutely. Well, oh, here comes Hootie and Tootie. It's, they're all three neck and neck now. What's going to happen? I don't know. Well, we'll this is intense. After this quick commercial break. And we're back. I told you it was quick, and we don't do commercials. So, let's keep I'm going. not even 100% sure what a commercial is. Neither do I, but they tell me I've got to legally put it in. Somebody made that rule one year. Yep, it's right there in the rule book. I think it was Thomas. It might have been. All right, they're getting close to the end. Who's going to win this? Let's see. Paul's getting a little ballsy over there. He kicked, oh, he kicked Hootie in the stomach where he got shot, and his foot is stuck in the bullet hole. Oh, man. Yeah. This is not looking good for the They're, pointless boys. Oh, for sure, for sure. Their bobs are grinding like it's a middle school dance back in the early 2000s. I know exactly what you mean, Ezekiel. Right, that block 2000, that little... The town. Yeah. 2000. Yeah, 2000. Yeah, where all the middle school kids go. Yeah, absolutely. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It's not a time frame. It's a place. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore, but this race is exciting. Okay. Well, Paul's shaking, and he's shaking, but he can't get his foot out. Now Mark and... Tootie are punching each other. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've never seen a battle this intense in the final and Jethro, turn. Jethro's taking the lead now because they're too busy fighting with each other. The grinding, like a middle school dance, is slowing them down. Man, I sure hope Jethro pulls this one out. Did you put money on him? I, I'm not at liberty to discuss that on the air. I've told you this. All right. I just think he's a good bobsledder. I just hope he wins. How do you know? This is I've never seen him before. I, it, it's just what I've heard. I've heard it in the bob circles. What do you know? I know he's a good bobsledder. Well, he sure certainly is. He's about to win the race. Oh, but then Paul threw Hootie off of his his foot. It hits Jethro in the back of the head. Jethro is spinning around on his bob. Uh, Tootie, no, Jethro, no! Tootie, oh, his bob exploded. Robert exploded. Yep. No more, uh, no Robert's going to win this. Get. That's what you get. You can't win if you cheat. No. And, and that means our newest winner is the Bounty Hunters Pointless Paul and Mark. Let's go have a quick word with them. Paul, Mark, how do you guys feel winning the coal running bobsled team event down the coal running mountain race? Uh, it feels pretty great. Yeah. Uh, I was a little shocked to see Jethro here. I thought he was dead. Yeah, we were we supposed to have killed that guy, and apparently we didn't. 
All right, well, no one gives a shit about that. You guys go over there and get your tall glasses of milk for winning, and we will catch you guys next year. This has been an exciting race. I'm your host, Ezekiel Savivi. And I'm Tennis. All right. Bye. This episode was edited by Josh Royer. Produced by Paul Schroyer. Executive producers Mark Reynolds and Josh Schroyer. This has been a Magic Squirrel production. The squirrel was magic! The power of imagination is bullshit. Do you like zombies, video games, and risking your life from the comfort of your own home? Then tune in to Ashley's Zombies, Saturdays, 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, only on Magic Squirrel Network. His eardrums were scientifically altered for world peace. His ears are more finely tuned than yours or mine. He can listen to a podcast from a mile away. He is the most dedicated podcast fan in the world. I do not always listen to podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Touch Network. Keep listening, my friends.